Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Terra Styles Podcast. My goodness. All right, today's topic is Tai Chi and how Tai Chi has changed me for the better, my goodness, and how I'd like to invite you to practice more Tai Chi in your life. Not necessarily to be good at Tai Chi or to, you can have this as a goal if you want to do the Tai Chi sequence outside in the park with a group of people who do it, which is really cool too, but I'm really wanting to share the principles, the elements, the stuff, the blueprint of Tai Chi that has really changed my life, my life personally, my life with Strala, my yoga leading especially, and oh, there's just so much to share. So before I dive in, I'm excited to lead a nice Tai Chi-inspired meditation. So this is all about breath-body connection and harmony with yourself and also the world around you. So let's ah, enjoy this. Find a comfortable place. So move yourself. We can always get better at being comfortable, yay. So give yourself a little bit of a shift and drift here, side to side, easy, ah, forward and back. Until you land on that nice, calm place. This is your center. Welcome home to you. Let your whole self ah, relax a little bit and easy, soften in your body and mind. Notice your breath. Starting to get involved with you more. Notice your breath, not just breathing you, but breathing your whole self. Starting to pick up your body, pick up your mind, every inhale, expanding, doing some lifting, some work for you, every exhale, ah, releasing, relaxing, making it even easier and nicer to be you, to be here right now. Notice this relationship between your breath and you really easy to ignore your breath, to just let your breath keep you alive, essentially, be part of one of the systems that's doing that for you, but you can really ah, notice your breath. And as soon as you give your breath some attention, say, okay, breath, show me what's going on. All of a sudden, wow, let me help you, your breath says. Every inhale, literally helping expand you doing that work for you, feel less like everything's a big, uh, big pain. Every exhale is a release, a relax, a break. How nice is that, that support system? Let yourself 
hang around in this experience for a moment. Noticing your breath moving you, connecting with you. And notice anything else you're aware of here going on with you, any things you feel internally, any things you feel with your muscles, any tightness, any soreness, any anything at all, anything mentally, emotionally, just simply notice. <clears throat> And notice what's happening around you. Eyes can be opened or closed. Notice the air in the space you're in. Notice the light. Notice the stuff in the room. Any people, any animals. Simply notice here. Notice when you practice this at the same time, noticing what's happening with you and then also noticing what's happening around you things feel more harmonious or feel less anxious, less stuck, less tense, less ugh, whatever that is, that feeling, and more connected, more in harmony. We're able to kind of see things before they happen in a way. You don't trip over something because you see the coffee table, as simple as that. You can notice more, and the possibilities of that noticing are really endless. Get more access to your creativity, your inspiration, your own awesomeness by simply noticing what's happening with you right now. And the secret of this is not wishing for it to be different. It's actually noticing what's really going on with you right now. There's no pretense. There's no pretending. There's no putting on a show of meditation for yourself. There's you noticing what's going on with you. And you noticing what's going on around you. And keep hanging around with that feeling and that action for a few moments. Noticing what's going on with you and then also what's going on around you. Notice any sounds, anything, anything you're aware of. You might start to notice you, start to notice more <laughs> as this progresses, and that's pretty cool. You see more and feel more and connect more when you pay attention. Hopefully this also feels enjoyable. You're becoming more connected with yourself, more connected with what's happening around you. That should feel exciting in a way, even if you don't like exactly what you find, what you notice. It's exciting to start to notice. I know it's corny to say, but when you notice what's going on start to be in this real place to make some better choices, to make change. Take a big inhale. Long exhale. Let it go. Awesome.
So that's our meditation for this moment. And I want to dive in a little bit on Tai Chi, my goodness. <laughs> so I'm just going to read this. I wrote this in our newsletter and it's basically everything I want to say. <laughs> so I'm just going to read this. It's my impression of Tai Chi when I was a late teen, you know, kind of getting into yoga and connection and all of this stuff until now. <laughs> so just sharing my story for hopes it's, um, you know, uh, relatable in a way, I'm making fun of myself a little bit or a lot, and um, just to show and share how Tai Chi can be something really amazing for your life. You don't have to learn how to do Tai Chi, but learning the blueprint of Tai Chi is really what I'm getting at here. All right, so Tai Chi for life, how corny is that? <laughs> Everything I knew about Tai Chi in my teens. Tai Chi is the dance older Chinese people do in the park early in the morning for health, and it's somehow related to the ninja moves in aggressive martial arts movies, right? I knew it was about energy, but the practice seemed too slow for me to get into. As far as energy goes, I was all into it when it resonated with me. Classic rock music, trees swaying in the breeze, the dance of the subway hot air whooshing everyone's hair and clothes, the random meeting and exchanges of strangers passing, dance, yoga. I loved it all, but this Tai Chi felt distant. When I tried it, my hands fell asleep, along with my attention, until it all changed. I started leading yoga in my early 20s because it helped me loads. I wanted my friends and family to be able to do it, and then I saw all the injustices in it, in, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> and then I saw all the injustices and in how it was taught broadly. I get fired up when I talk about the injustices of yoga, so there you go. Rigidity, dogma, control, abuse. Yes, there are good and bad people teaching everything, but it was obvious to me the approach passed down was also rigid and controlling, leaving the door wide open for ill-meaning people to assume predatory behavior. It took, a decade for, it took a decade for a lot of the predators to be removed from their posts, but the practice still remains the same. You can't separate the approach from the creator. The art and the artist are interconnected. When these predators start, started falling one by one, I was even more astonished everything continued teaching in the exact same way. Eyes closed, hoping history doesn't repeat itself. Yikes. When bad things happen, things need to change in order to repair, heal, progress, and be awesome. When you take the predators out of the picture, it's clear the problem of yoga rests in the rigidity of the practice, pose goals, pose superiority, applauding for what one can do physically, the mindset of suffering a bad position, giving over emotional power to a teacher. Ah, the list goes on and on. Everything needs to evolve to continue well-being and progress. Yoga is no different. Respecting traditions of yoga seeped in abuse is comparable to going back to an abuser. With mental health being front and center in our culture now, it's a great time to take another look at everything we are doing. It's a time for a sustainable upgrade for yoga. Tai Chi, just like everything else, can also be practiced in a rigid way, but the practices and the principles give the blueprint to make everything so much better. Breath relationship, whole self-harmony, conservation of energy, body position. Starting with one element can improve your practice and your life loads. It's made so much possible for me in my yoga leading in life and done the same for thousands of people in our community. 
I started out leading in a non-rigid way. Do what feels good. If it hurts, back off. Let your whole practice be the thing, not the poses in between. Every moment is important. Listen to how you feel. I started there. When I learned Tai Chi, so much more made sense. Everything I was aiming to do with yoga has a physical and mental practice with Tai Chi. I wasn't out in the park doing the sequence, but I was in my life and my yoga, leading, applying breath relationship, whole self-harmony, frame-by-frame movement, ease, grace, conservation of energy. This stuff, when you do it, feels like you. It's natural, it's life, and it will get you so much more than you ever imagined. If you are learning anything and it makes you feel like you're not good enough, you have so much to learn in a discouraging way, and it's bringing you further away from yourself, question it. Learning Tai Chi and learning yoga should feel good, like you are becoming more like you. Of course, there's always more to learn, but that's the joy of improving. Tai Chi is a lifelong journey of getting more usable to you. We need more of the real you. How wonderful. After leading these elements in our Strala Yoga trainings for a decade and seeing how instantly Tai Chi helps so many with leading and life, we are excited to dive in more with you. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Mike, who has spent most of his life practicing Tai Chi in all sorts of practical ways, not Kung Fu movies, (laughs) he has been, with lots of encouragement, having a lot of fun sharing more. If you are a yoga teacher, leader, or looking for a better feeling, connection, and well-being in your life, this is the course not to miss. So I'm going on here to talk about this uh, Tai Chi for Yoga Teachers course that we're doing. We're just going to read it because it's about Tai Chi too. I will take a tiny moment to brag about Mike with his Tai Chi expertise here. He's kind of a real deal on this. He has practiced this since he was a kid with his grandfather and military family. That's the reason for no flashy Karate Kid pictures. And has applied his practice to living a peaceful, vibrantly healthy, and kind life. It's taken me 15 years to convince him to actually share any of this. That's just exhausting. (laughs) That's not what I wrote, but that's been exhausting. So I feel better now. I feel like there's a relief. Mike's sharing Tai Chi, thankfully. It's who he is. Being around somebody and they're finally letting their whole self come out is like such a good thing. It's who he is. And he's so passionate about helping people with this practice. Learn Tai Chi, practice it, put it into all you do, and you'll have more than you ever dreamed. It's real and it's in you waiting to be uncovered. And I go on to talk about the 50 plus hour Tai Chi for yoga teachers training starting January 14th. I'll leave a link for that all below. Join that if you like. Um, Mike's leading a lot of sessions with that. I'm leading a few sessions just from my experience learning Tai Chi and putting it into yoga leading and teacher trainings and all of that. It's kind of my secret, secret, secret. Um, I don't really like the word weapon. (laughs) It's my secret, secret to share. So it's like a secret piece of candy I have in my pocket. (laughs) My secret peppermint. So yes, it's it's a big thing. Um, 
especially now there's been so much reaction, positive reaction to my last podcast where I shared my own story of healing from abuse. And I shared that because my friend Kimberly Shannon Murphy, who I interviewed on my podcast um, several episodes ago about her new book, Glimmer, goes into her entire incredibly horrific story of childhood abuse and how she's healing through that. And just by not direct encouragement, but watching her, how she is in her body position, all these things and how she's healed herself and how she is when she moves through space, I thought I'm going to share oh, my own story because it is the origin story of Strala in a way. We do what we do because of everything that happened to us, right? I mean, that's just life. <laughs> we don't really talk about it so much, but that's how it is. Everybody that's doing something in life that you hear about is usually because something good or bad happened to them or they observed something good or bad and they want to continue to change that or to keep that going. That's just, you know, how we do things as people. Um, and that's a great thing. So I thought it was really necessary and I kind of, um, owed that to everybody leading in the Strala community because it is such a practice of safety and harmony and it has that intention of progression for yourself, healing yourself in an incredibly um, normalized you feeling way. And all of those ideas come from healing. And when I started learning more of Tai Chi and it just says it right there, like breath and body together shows, shows you that your body's safe. You know, there's a lot more research on Tai Chi for healing trauma than yoga because Tai Chi is not as popular and the elements are so simple. You can't really mess them up unless you're like really trying to teach it in a rigid way. Um, but yoga is really easy to be rigid in. Yoga is kind of awesome because you can do all these different things with your body and Tai Chi is primarily just done on your feet. But the blueprint of Tai Chi is life, breath, body connection, whole harmony, use what you need, rest what you don't. You can put that in everything. I was watching a video of Ron Finley. He teaches people how to garden everywhere, like in a shoe outside, doesn't matter how much space you have. And he was shoveling and he said, do it like Tai Chi so you don't hurt your back, you know, move your whole body together. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of my story of learning Tai Chi. I was doing all of this with yoga and kind of, you know, do what feels good, all of this. And that really got a lot of great results with people for a long time. And then Mike finally started sharing some Tai Chi about 10 years ago, just little workshops here and there. And I'm thinking, this is what I want to do because I'm already doing it, but just not as good as I can do it. Does that make sense? So this is why we learn things. Same time I was learning Shiatsu, a lot of the same elements, but also in connection with someone else in a healing way, meridians and all of that. So. Mike is teaching in this course, essentially Tai Chi for yoga teachers, but it's really, you know, it can be Tai Chi for anything that you want to do. Um, you have to teach a format of something. <laughs> There's a lot of us yoga teachers hanging around, so here we go. But if you're leading yoga, I know for me, it's, it, there's no difference between how I lead yoga and how I live. You know, I can't have two different personalities. I'm not, I'm not, you know, that just is already confusing to me. And I know that's why a lot of my yoga teacher friends burn out and they start something else completely, which is totally fine. You know, if you're not um, feeling good with something, change to something else. But I've always loved yoga so much and putting Tai Chi as the main thing in it has 
made this possible for me to practice and share this forever because it's, it's somebody that says all the things that are in your head as the right idea, but I don't know if you've ever felt this way as a yoga teacher or just anything. When you say, oh, this is my idea I came up with, like move yourself in whole harmony. Someone might say to you like, well, who came up with that? Or like, is that your idea? <laughs> and yeah, it can be your idea, but it's also backed up by thousands and thousands of years of Tai Chi practice. So I always like to say that, well, Tai Chi says this <laughs> because it's true. Um, so what a wonderful way to share breath, body connection, frame by frame movement. Um, forget about making the pose the goal, make moving well the goal, and you can do so much more forever. You can do yoga <clears throat> if you can wiggle your pinky finger, you know, it's not about moving your body around. It's not about um, endpoints and shapes and applause and all of that. That stuff gives me the creeps. I've, I've been in those classes. I've left those classes. I see people continue in those classes. And often there's not such obvious abuse happening, but it's emotional manipulation. It's um, teaching people how to be more vulnerable to abusers in a way. And I know a lot of the things that I say are pretty tough stuff and it's pretty harsh, but there's been some pretty dramatic things happen in our world in the last many years where we get these really big obvious clues like, oh, Bikram's abusing people. Ashtanga people are abusing people. These people are abusing people. Oh, okay, so those people are bad. We'll get rid of them. But what astonished me even more, and I read this in my little email, we just kept doing yoga in the same way. <laughs> Not everybody. I mean, I was doing my thing and a lot of other teachers doing their thing. There's lots of people teaching yoga in lots of ways, but the unified healing community is still like Ashtanga, Bikram, Vinyasa, all of these methods, power yoga, Baptiste. You know, we get emails every single day. Oh, I stopped going, stopped doing yoga because I went to a Baptiste studio and all these weird things happened there and it made my self-esteem bad and I have, to take you, I have to take you out to coffee and talk about it. I'm like, I know, even though I don't know your story, I know what you've been through, heard about it, you know? Same thing with all the styles and it makes me feel like, um, I mean, it makes me sound a little bit like I'm just complaining about everybody, but I really don't see it like that. It's necessary to point out the systems that are harmful. You guys, <laughs> we do this everywhere else. We do this in social justice. Oh, this is bad. This isn't good. I'm going to go to this protest. Yeah, great. Do all of that. Wonderful. But do it for everything. You know, don't just close your eyes and hope history won't repeat itself in your yoga practice. If something's not working, you can change. If you're teaching yoga and you feel exhausted at the end of a class that you're leading, and this sounds harsh to say, but it's because either you're very new at teaching and it takes a lot of energy and all of that, but if you've been doing it for a while and you're still exhausted, it's because you're trying to put on a show for somebody, which is emotional control. You're trying to perform, which is emotional manipulation. Um, you're trying to push somebody into a pose, which is taking energy from you, putting it into them, you know, physical, manhandling, woman handling, you know, and you've been taught these things. I've been taught these things in the yoga trainings I took, you know, part of the reason I didn't mention who 
I did my first yoga teacher training with, with the New York Times interviewed me was I didn't want to give that system on your yoga, one of the most ridiculous things I ever learned, um, any airtime because I saw that it, the system itself was wrong, manipulative, abusive, not good, not cool, got out of there, tried to get everybody else out of there. Some people came, some people did not. Um, and there you go. So if it's broke, don't keep doing it. You don't need to fix it all by yourself, but let's fix it together. Yoga's awesome. You're awesome. Meditation is awesome. Um, taking these healing arts and putting them together, not as a fusion, not as a dance, not as, you know, <clears throat> five minutes of Tai Chi and five minutes of yoga, go. Um, it's not that. Some people do that. I don't think it's that harmful, more of a gimmick, whatever. But we can do these things for our life, for real. Um, sustainably so that's my little rant on how Tai Chi has changed my life so if you want to join us for some Tai Chi Mike has a class every Friday on the Strali Yoga app and there's a humongous Tai Chi library there already so you can just go to the playlist practice whatever you like he's also started an Instagram page after again 15 years of convincing. I know Instagram's what, like 10 years old, but I was like, do YouTube videos. He's like, no. But now, now he gets it. He's like, I'm going to share. Sharing's good. I can help people. It's not just cheesy. Like it is cheesy, but it's also helping people. So uh, I think he's uh, Tai Chi Mike T on Instagram. I'll put it below. And join the course if you'd like to join the course as well. Um, anyway, most important is take good care of yourself. Do your practice. Something feels off wiggle around a little bit, take a few breaths, notice how you feel, believe how you feel, respond to how you feel. And let's see what else is happening. We still have our end of year sale happening through the end of the year. So you can use the code now NOW to get half off your annual, annual subscription to the Strali Yoga app and soften, S-O-F-T-E-N, to get half off any of our online intensives and online seven-day retreats. So I'm gonna start again. My favorite online retreat is our seven-day rest and renew. Uh, I do that one at the end of every year, so join me if you like to practice that anytime. Um, but most importantly, take good care. <sighs> Keep breathing. Allow your breath to move you. Notice how you feel. Notice what's happening around you and respond. So big hugs. Thank you so much for being here and see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.